podcast about the TV show Ice Road Truckers. I'm Graham. Here with me is Jake, and we are your Pathfinders on this frozen journey. Jake, what's up, my dude? What it do, Graham? What it do, indeed, my man. How you living? I'm living good, man. I had a pickle fritter today. Ooh, a pickle fritter? <laughs> yeah, I've been saving that up. Had it chambered, all ready to go here. So I've heard the... of conch fritters. Tell me about mm. a pickle fritter. Oh, you a Florida boy. Uh, yeah. I guess a yeah. Car- Caribbean Caribbean boy, North yeah. Atlantic, subtropical island boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Andros Island, Bahamas. Woo! Shout out. Represent. <laughs> Where are my Andros people at? <laughs> just, just, just my mom <laughs> listening, oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm looking at the numbers, man. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, uh, the super fancy coffee place in the bottom of my office building that also sells ridiculous donuts is selling pickle fritters. So it's like an apple fritter, but it has bits of dill pickle and dill in it. And then it has a like uh, pickle green icing on it. And you know what? It's fucking good as hell. Wait, so it's it's both uh, dill and sweet. Yes, it is sweet and crunchy and a little bit of pickle. Is it like, is there uh, like the vinegary pickled flavor in there too? Or is it mainly just dill and sweet? I, it, I, I think the vinegary dill is very mild. But one of my colleagues, because like obviously we bought a bunch and then had to try them all because everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" One of my colleagues (laughs) literally put in your mouth in her mouth and then immediately spit it out. What? (laughs) So some some people had like powerful reactions to the pickle flavor. Uh, A uh, dill sensitivity, maybe. Indeed, Mm. but I'm here for it. I love it. I would. That sounds really good. Yeah. Check um, it out, man. Fragment spelled with no vowels. <laughs> Hit them up. <laughs> I, I am not that's joking. The, <laughs> what? Yeah, oh that's, my god, why? That's legit. <laughs> oh, that feels so mid 2010s. You know? you do yeah. not use vowels. Might as well be called like bean and brew or <laughs> mm-hmm. cup and pot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, here's, uh, here's their, uh, front, front of their, uh, webpage fragment spelled with no vowels. And then in parentheses, the pronunciation, which is fragment spelled with vowels. (laughs) (laughs) And then the definition part of the whole, uh, colon neighborhood industry community world. Mm. They're part of the neighborhood, part of the industry, part of the community part of the world it sounds like a coffee shop that would be on the ground level of an office building you know an office building whose offices have fucking featherball courts and taps and (laughs) yeah you got it (laughs) hell yeah dude i mean they're doing some cool shit though yeah i mean their donuts which are by cardigan are fucking tight the staff is always like cardigan just, with vowels or without vowels. Cardigan has vowels because it's okay. old timey. Oh. <laughs> I also don't know Cardona. Shout out to the staff, always like super fun and polite and helpful and just like cool. 
I love it. I'm, I am looking up cardigan donuts. Super good. Welcome Man, to the Google Corner. You got all kinds of cool shit at your building. My building uh, that I work has a Panera and just the shittiest cafeteria you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a salad bar that is just inexplicably open sometimes and not open some days. And you I know, mean, you know they, what they say: they do what they want. Salads are sometimes food. <laughs> they they do say that. <laughs> Tell you what, though, there's just something special about the way a hospital cafeteria hits. You know, it's, is it's there? Like, Oh yeah, it's like I've I have been I have just touched the face of death and now I'm going to go have this dead stuff that I'll shove down my food hole. Yeah. Go eat go eat some very fleshy looking meat from the hospital cafeteria. <laughs> uh-huh, mash yeah. up these plants. It's just a pretty degrading experience, I would it's, say. <laughs> as somebody who works there it's unpleasant as a patient it is, uh, or a family of a patient, which I have been also in cafeterias, is extraordinarily unpleasant. And then um, to add insult to injury, our cafeteria is crazy overpriced. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like <a> $10 <laughs> for a salad for their salad bar that's the only occasionally salad. open. <laughs> so that's, um, oh, yeah, just a huge bummer all around. But you know what? <laughs> At least we have Panera. And the Panera has been just so understaffed for <laughs> two years that they don't do breakfast sandwiches anymore. What? They just haven't done breakfast sandwiches in a year. You know, the thing that people go to Panera for. <laughs> How often do you go and get a bagel and ask them to party slice it? Uh, what is party slice? <laughs> I don't, so I don't do that. Is that party slice, which is a, a exclusive to Breadco as St. Louis like natives know it is where you take the bagel and instead of sort of slicing it latitudinally so that you sort of like bisect the um, front and back halves. We all know what the normal way to slice a bagel is. So yeah, we'll get fucking ready. (laughs) Take that image and rotate it 90 degrees. Uh Uh-huh. Like down. And then... 90 degrees in a different direction. So you're now vivisecting the bagel. In a, like you're looking at the torus from the top and yeah. you're slicing it such that you reach a point where you are cutting through one part of the ring, passing through the empty space at the center, and then cutting through the next part of the ring, making two ovals. It's some real like Donald Duck and Math Magic Land shit. So, oh, so you're, but you're slicing you're multiple slicing thin it. slices through it. That's right. What do you then do with it? Hey, Graham, that's a great question. It? Or you eat it at the party with all your friends. <laughs> so, so after you've sliced this bagel in that way, you just have a bag of bagel? I think it's a way, I think it's kind of like making chips almost. Now you have lots. That makes sense. You've taken a bagel. And you've made many parts, so now mm-hmm. it's it's better for share. Isn't a thing. There's no way it's a thing. This is a hundred percent a thing. It's like <sighs> been a thing for a long time, and then it was one of these things where like oh, like people on Twitter discover it in like a particular moment. 
everything I'm seeing, it's all about bagel, bagel brunch bars and fully loaded bagel brunches and brunch bars. And so I guess you slice it this way in order for people to take a, 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 a cross section of the bagel and put a schmear on it so they don't have to eat a whole bagel or a whole half of a bagel. That's that's my best guess as to what is going on with this party slicing. Or maybe they, they also call it bread sliced, I think. Oh, that doesn't sound as fun. Right? Oh, yes, Sam will send you, <laughs> send you a link here. Found a, found a picture of this, <laughs> I'll say it, crime. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, some of the images up top won't load, but you just keep on, keep on scrolling until you see something that is unmistakably wrong. <laughs> the the uh, subheading on this article you've sent me is we regret to inform you that St. Louis is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is it wait, is it the tweet with all the bagels cut? The tweet well, I can't see. Or do some I need to scroll them. down? I mean, do you uh, you'll know oh. it when you see it, my dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is unpleasant. There's, oh. There are a lot of pictures of bread-sliced bagels. Yeah, pretty challenging. Uh, if I may, uh. I'm doing another experiment in my life, which is I started using DuckDuckGo, uh, which yeah. uh, means that I have been getting served non-targeted ads. Oh. <laughs> Graham, <laughs> I might prefer to be targeted. <laughs> really? What are shit? what do non-targeted ads like? It's like it's all of it is like a like a cartoon of a man sleeping and drooling, and then it's like seven signs you have metastatic breast cancer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what? That's uh, first of all, <laughs> I drool. <laughs> it's just a lot of concern about my metastatic cancers and like drooling or someone like waving their arm it's like seven signs you're having a stroke right now <laughs> if you waved at somebody recently <laughs> it's, all, it's all very alarmist and also very un- unmedical <laughs> You click the link and it's just more websites. They're just filled with ads and no article, right? Oh, I mean, I'm sure you're not clicking those. It's all native content. (laughs) Dude, the dill fritter, when you said that, I was like, oh, Jake went to the state fair, obviously. Right? State fair. But you got that at a coffee shop and not the state fair. That's right. I mean, this is the thing, the state fair poinsett chest was in here the whole time (laughs) (laughs) like you don't have to go to the state fair to be at the state fair you just have to find the state fair within yourself and around yourself everywhere you go that's that's right (laughs) i saw a fish i put it in a bucket i'm at the fish pond (laughs) i i had a cookie yeah i'm at the state fair That's how Tell it goes, me I'm man. not. Yeah. Boom. Uh, do you are you a state fair goer? Absolutely. Looking forward oh, really? to it this weekend. Some people are. Who's Some not? Some people aren't. I'm not. Really? <laughs> I'm I am a hard no. Interesting. Until until someone eventually convinces me 
the joy in it. I, okay. I've, I've been and I've not, you know, we've had this conversation. I feel like we're really, done. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <Give a shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not much of a, um, uh, farm animal person. Okay. So a lot of the tents just don't appeal to me. And so then if I'm not in an air conditioned tent, I'm just walking around eating food that I really don't want to eat uh-huh. or looking at uh, like tractors and stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just not my vibe. And I feel like a lot of the people who uh, really are into it are just experiencing it for the novelty of it. And so they can be like, mm. oh, yeah, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a man of the people. I stopped by the NPR booth. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so I guess there's that stuff. But there's also a Said lot hello of to my like, libertarian candidates. <laughs> there's a lot of like checking out four wheelers and uh and tractors and shit right am i making that up i mean they're did i just go a weird part of the state fair when i went there one time i mean it does sound like you engaged with the part of the fair that i would say most people just walk past okay but i mean you how do you know if there's no gold if you don't go well jake tell me this so you're gonna you're gonna go to the state fair fuck yeah and where are you gonna spend your time uh Dairy building, arts and crafts. Fine What's dairy arts. building? What's arts and crafts? <laughs> so the dairy building is where they have the butter busts of the okay. dairy princess. Okay. It's where they also have a lot of the, um, a lot of the like adjudicated prepared foods. Your pies, your cookies, your jellies, your pickled vegetables. I feel like I'm really popping my peas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so that's the dairy building. Are you seeking? Okay, so like, I, I just want to take that as a. You're excited about this? Yes. If it weren't the state fair, and you heard about, hey, my man, there is a butter event in town. Are you like, oh, fuck yeah, I gotta go? <laughs> or is it the novelty of the state fair that's got you like, yeah, I want to see some, I want to see the gold medal pickled beets. I mean, it's not for me. It's not the butter as much as all of the award winning goods. Um, but if you, yeah, if I mean, the thing is, I I was gonna say, if you were like, hey, this all of this year's best pickled vegetables are getting displayed, I would go to that. But like, also, that would be fair. We just would have recreated yeah. fair. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but in all Wisconsin, right. they have a thing called dairy breakfast. And okay. actually, I had to talk to Katie because we should probably go to one of those bad boys. And that is very butter forward. Dairy breakfast? It's a dairy breakfast. Yep. Is it? A, can I eat it? Or is it like State Fair where it's just a bunch of displays of things <laughs> that I'm not allowed to eat? No, you can eat it. It's, uh, oh, okay. it's like on Saturdays, maybe in September. I really got to coward with the wife on this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can wait like, till next week if you want to get your details <laughs> figured out. Because like every county hosts one. And it's basically a way for them to feature all of their dairy prowess. So they've got like fresh churned butter. They've got like fresh made ice cream. Uh, 
And also it starts at like six in the morning. My man, there is one of these in Shano where my father-in-law lives. Dude, load up on some dairy before you go haying. It's called Shano County Brunch on the Farm. Nice. Evocative. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, June. June. At least this one was June. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, the other counties may do it at different times. I think dairy is a pretty, you know, it happens all year. Uh, That's what you think. Just just dairy (laughs) seasonal. All right. I'm going to write that on my calendar, my print calendar, so that next year when June comes around, I will will see the note, dairy breakfast season. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. All right. So... You, uh, you're going to go to the state <laughs> fair and you're going to see the the corn cob that won like the best medal and the second place and the third place. And you're going to be like, yes. oh, that one obviously is the best. Do you have like a background in looking at these or anything that makes you personally able to be like, appreciate the, any of the nuance between the different corn cobs, the different, cucumbers or is it just like fuck dude i can't believe terry terry smith <laughs> won, oh, <laughs> won the best okra this year god damn good on her <laughs> i mean the prize winning vegetables are fucking beautiful oh okay <laughs> like you look at them you lay eyes on these and you're like that's a good ass vegetable i can see how that vegetable is better than all other vegetables and it's not just like the biggest. Uh, no, because they have different size categories even. Yeah. All right, man. I think I just am not wired to understand this. Well, uh, you know what? I will say this. If you, in your present sort of familial configuration, were to roll to the fair, I can appreciate it would require a significant, uh, a significantly higher expenditure of executive function for you than it would for me. <laughs> Let me say that. Yeah, I guess that that is part of it. That's is fair. Uh, I'm also imagining bringing my children with me. And when they're older, like that might be a more chill experience. But for now, yeah, that could be that could be a lot. Yeah, here's money. You can go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> Come back at some point. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When so are you going well, uh, next week? You in the fair next week? Uh, well, this weekend, uh, Labor Day is the last day of the fair. So oh shit! Getting in this, getting in this weekend, right on, oh, dude. Yeah. What's what's up with you, man? What are you looking forward to? Uh, what am I looking forward to? Um, we got uh oh, you know what? Big deal. Ooh. My daughter starts kindergarten tomorrow. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's um, you know exciting a lot of trepidation there Uh, but yeah it's gonna be good I am um, certain that it's gonna be good for her we've had her at home since COVID basically Mm -hmm. and she loves making friends and we have not provided that for her so this is gonna be like mind blowing for her, I think. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, this is gonna be big. <laughs> uh, which which parties have the trepidation? 
you mean between myself, like my wife, and my child? Yeah. Primarily me, a little bit of my wife. Uh, our daughter is fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's, she is she the good. least worried. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> she is ready to go. Um, some of my trepidation lies in uh, fear of just, you know, we have not had an illness in my family in two years and we're about to get hit with it. <laughs> You're about to get fucked up. Like, yeah. like absolutely wrecked. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. I am not looking forward to that. Oh man. Okay. So what are you doing to prepare for this? What? Well, okay. All right. Um, and nothing. <laughs> okay. Do you Just let it ride? I'm not sure that there's much I can do to prepare. Like what? I mean, is your is your physical temple in like the best condition it can be? Like you're 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 getting ready for a siege here, right? Like what have you done to prepare the castle? Um, like I grew out a mustache, so I assume that nice. catches some okay. germs for sure. Physical yeah. barrier. I love it. That- Stop stuff on the way in. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's about it. I mean, right. I'm working out about as much as I have for the past year, which is not enough. Uh, Better than nothing. Eating as I normally do, which is you know okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Probably not too bad though. Eh, you know, okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. What happened to the like every day you read ten books, do a thousand push-ups, oh. <laughs> and never drink alcohol? <laughs> yeah, that did not. I don't remember the exact rules, but it was something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave up on that, man. <laughs> that was tough, dude. How long did that go? Uh, I want to say I made it, you know, on the order of a month. On the order of a month, okay. So order, you know. Uh, yeah. What am I trying to say? Not order of operations scale. Magnitude? Order of magnitude one month. Okay. It was not neither, one year. P- neither point one nor 10 months, but <laughs> yes. one month. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Fuck yeah. Okay. I will say uh, one of the big things during that was drink a gallon of water, which I did great at for a while. Mm. Now, I want to say over under 30 ounces of water a day. Maybe, maybe. That's not a lot. (laughs) It is not a lot. Yeah, that's not a lot. I would estimate I drink four to five cups of coffee plus probably a half gallon to a gallon of water a day. That's so much. I am just a a system. It's a whole system. (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, you're a water hose. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I wish you luck, man. Yeah. I mean, you got any tips for it? Is there something I should be doing to uh, to uh, keep myself from? I mean, being I think Ill? there's. I'm of the school of thought that there are things you can do that will help, and there are things that you can do that will feel helpful, and both Ooh. are important. Oh, okay. I so. feel like the ones that help are good, and the ones that feel helpful are less good. But let's. You'd what do you got? That. <laughs> Well, I think they're kind of related because I think (laughs) like I feel like when I am consciously doing things 
to be healthy and reinforcing for myself, like, yep, I'm like doing, I'm doing what I can do. Oh, body's like noticing, noticing something, reacting to it. That's good. Like fight it off, like react to it. Like Mm. that can be, you know, rather than like, oh, fuck, I'm sick. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I mean, sleep, drinking water, reducing stress, uh, getting your macros and your micros right. Like all of those, I think, are objectively good things to do. Then you get into the things that maybe are more like feel good because I think there's. Oh, in my mind, those are the feel good ones. Oh, those are the good ones for sure. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I would love for a doctor to come at me and be like, nah, sleep doesn't matter. (laughs) Sleep is a lie. (laughs) That's what Big Pillow wants to tell you. Do you believe that sleep will help? prevent illness or help you deal with illness better? I think it reduces the likelihood you will become sick and reduces the severity of whatever sickness you experience. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Because that's when all if the you say so, man. Get out. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um. But then you get into the things that maybe feel good. So this is where your like herbal supplements come in. This is where zinc comes in. Like you got to have your zinc protocol on fucking lock, dude. I now I stand now this by. Feels this. like a thing that might be more does help and not feels like it would help. Well, I, I guess when I say feels like it helps, I don't mean it's necessarily pleasant. No, I guess I just mean like. Um... The last things that you said are like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, make sure that um, you've got your mindset right for when an illness strikes. And this feels like, hey, take uh, take this thing that has been proven to prevent illness in some fashion. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. I, I mean, I think that's generally true. Okay, I all think right. there's like... I can't give you the lit review on this, but I, I think zinc within like noticeable symptom on, onset, like take it super regularly for the duration of symptom. Okay. I think there's evidence to support that. Then you get into your herbal stuff. Yeah. Then you maybe get into some energy things. Energy and then I'll thing. say this. Tuning your chakras. Let's go. Uh, 60 seconds cold water shower every day. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. Turn that, turn that body on. oh man that's gonna that's gonna do wonders uh do you feel like you're a person that doesn't get sick often i now am i used to get sick fucking all the time there were there were several phases of my life where i get sick fucking all the time okay yeah (sighs) man i hate getting (laughs) sick dude i hate getting sick and it has just been it feels It feels like it's constant. It's bad. Even though, I mean, I guess for the last two years, it has been, it has literally not happened. And uh, uh, until uh, I got, I'm like, I got sick a few days ago, Mm. um, which sucked, but you know, it's fine now. Um, So maybe, I mean, maybe I figured it out. And the way to, to keep yourself from getting sick is just like literally no social interaction. I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah, just don't ever be around another person. 
uh-huh. complete, completely, you know, lock yourself and your family away and then you can't get sick. So maybe yeah. Way. May protect your bubble. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I think I'm, I'm rethinking this whole, my daughter going to kindergarten thing. I think that that <laughs> is the problem less so than all of these, you know, diet and exercise. That all seems like work. And if I just keep my daughter not going to kindergarten, then we'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. The, I, metaverse <laughs> is going to be huge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the pictures they have of that metaverse. Holy shit. Dude. Convincing. Very Inc- convincing. Incredible. It's going to be good. <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dude, the first time, I guess this is more about like meta the company than the experience of the metaverse you know how they call each other meta mates yeah it's like teammates but meta mates no joke the first time i I read that word in my head i said metamatase (laughs) (laughs) i gotta write it out yeah i would have said some kind of latin bullshit here Oh my God! How would the Facebookers end with the metamatis? <laughs> metamatis, man. The I mean, I played video game. I mean, it looks like The Sim. <laughs> it's like shitty Sim though. Yeah, it it actually it looks like fucking me's. <laughs> yeah, right. It does. Like <laughs> like The Sims, you could do all kinds of great stuff, but the me's are like Duplo people. That you took a, a magic marker to. Do the metaverse uh, avatars, do they have like bodies and legs or is it just like a head on a cube? Well, there's like, I mean, I don't think there's a canonical like place that is the meta. Like Minecraft is metaverse. Uh, uh, there's another one that's metaverse. Facebook has its bullshit, which... I guess that's the one torsos I'm thinking of. and heads, I believe. So no oh limbs, no legs, no that's butts, no front <laughs> butt stuff, if you know what I mean. No front butts. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, all right. So the Facebook metaverse is a head, torso, with arms. Oh, okay, no fun. Leg. No legs. How beefy can those arms be? Um, they all look very slim. Oh, can you get that nice V? Can you like blow out the traps? Get a fucking <laughs> wingsuit. <laughs> I want that thing where my ears meet my shoulders. Yes. That, that, that muscle. Mm. I want that on my avatar. I can't get it in real life. That's my only option. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ah. Uh. Well, hey, should we take the podcast into the metaverse? <laughs> yeah, dude, that for sure. Graham, I have to tell you something. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. okay. I, was talking, I was talking with my dad last night, and I mentioned to him that I needed to watch Ice Road Truckers to get ready for my podcast. I'm 100% yeah. positive that I've talked to him about the fact that I have a podcast that's based on the TV show Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> and my dad goes... Oh, yeah, Ice Road Truckers. Lisa, she's up there trying to get in the mix there. Alex, 
I was like, excuse me? He's like, oh, yeah, we watched that like a couple summers ago as our like, get, like our favorite rea- reality show. It's like, how the fuck have I not heard about this until right now? Get your dad on the pod. What are also, we doing, man? Also, quote, great. a couple summers ago? <laughs> we watched straight through the whole thing. He was like, oh, yeah, they're making the trip up to Diavik. Oh, my God, dude. Man. So, I mean, that's the second time in like a month or maybe six weeks that in the wild, like I've heard or heard of people talking about Ice Road Truckers unprompted. Or, it's or, coming or back around. Organic demand. <laughs> <laughs> organic the demand numbers show the, it, man. <laughs> the numbers show it. Data speaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, me, Nate Silver, I can tell you <laughs> that the data speaks. <laughs> Well, um, have I oh, told my. you, uh, my mom is a huge fan of not our podcast, but Ice Road Truckers <laughs> also. Excellent. Huge fan meaning that she knows it exists and will occasionally watch it. It's like top 5%. So, yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe more. <laughs> so uh, uh, we, on Sunday night, my mom and I watched Ice Road Truckers together for the very first time. Whoa, which episode? Like the one for this week? This or? one. Yeah, this one. Okay. How how did she how could she even understand it with missing all the important backstory? <laughs> I know, right? The complicated. <laughs> <laughs> did she even know what a wave is? <laughs> oh, don't worry, they explained it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um that was fun, you know. First time I've uh, convinced another human to watch the show with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Yeah, you know, 70, uh, 70 episodes. <laughs> Graham is not What's quite up? seventy. It is not quite seventy. Nice. Baby, we're on episode sixty-nine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a very nice episode. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of episodes, should we dig into this bad boy? Yeah, let's get it. Season 5, Episode 10, Rookie Rebellion. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, my man. This was a good app. I I completely agree, especially after last week's absolute stinker. This yes. one, yeah, this this was good. This was a spicy meatball. It was great. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of good action in this one. We did. Y'all want to hit me with some good? Yeah, let's do a uh, good. Um, you know what? Actually, I want you to start with a good. You had mentioned Ooh. something pre-show uh, that you had a good, and I want to hear yours first. Mm, all right. So I would say I actually got a big good and a little good. Okay. So the big good yeah. is Maya. Maya, so, yes. Maya's taking her first trip in her own truck. Uh, she's running in a convoy with Tony and Dave. Oh. Uh, and they're going to be like the first trucks out of Anchorage after this like four day snowstorm. Fucking crazy. So that's like why they're running convoy. Cause they're like, what's like, how are the roads going to be? Um, so anyway, she, uh, first of all, she like has no issues getting out there. There's no like, oh shit, by a drive, drove off the road or whatever. 
what she does have to do is deal with like Dave being a real piece of shit. And <laughs> what I really liked, so I, I liked, first of all, the fact that she just like did an awesome job, had a great time, right? Was proud of herself, like everything. But I really appreciated the fact that like Dave was riding Maya's bumper and Maya did not take that shit. Like yeah. on the radio, told him to like back the fuck off. <laughs> and yeah. when he would get mouthy, gave it right back. And I am here for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that neither Maya nor Tony really let things ramp up too much. I mean, yeah. Tony and Dave got into it, but <laughs> I mean, it was kind of unavoidable because I think Dave came over to Tony to talk to him. Or, or one of them wanted to like clear the air and it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So it, was... it didn't, it didn't like ramp up too much, but um, anyway, Maya, Maya did a great job. Yeah. Just dealing with Dave's shit there. Hell yeah. It also kind of felt like a ridiculous thing to put three of them together in a convoy. <laughs> Dude. It just, there was no way it was going to work. <laughs> it, yeah. It, seemed like it was almost um what's the word i'm looking for negligent <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> like really these three uh yeah yeah so good good job maya and you know what good job tony yeah sure bad 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 job dave ah, bad job dave well we'll save that uh, the rest yeah, of the bad job in this. Some more commentary for that little stink. Uh, can I do the next good? Do it good. Freaking Lisa. Woo! Uh, she, uh, she goes home at the end of. Uh, I guess we can. I'll, I'll kind of go through her storyline a little bit. Uh, she's stuck in the storm for three days, and uh, <laughs> she, she's like run out of food. <laughs> And she's got this, the only thing she has that she can do is eat whatever food is in her car or in the cab of her truck. And then she's got this like keyboard, music keyboard that she has that she's like, I'm shitty at this. And then she plays it and she's shitty at it. But that's how she plays it for like two seconds. (laughs) It's it's awful. Four days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did she at least get to watch her Ice Road Truckers DVDs? (laughs) <laughs> you got to assume that that's how she spent the other the other three days. Three days oh, on that, man. one day on the keyboard. Uh, anyway, so she was stuck there, but she gets a backhaul or something that goes all the way to Anchorage. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes, she's going home, home, uh, and she's excited to see her house. Uh, and I'll save a little bit of commentary of that part for later. Uh, but the good thing is that we see she's got this friend who's not introduced, but who's hanging out with her back at her house. And her friend is on a horse. <laughs> her friend is riding Lisa's horse. And somehow they've rigged up a uh, like uh, a rope with a handle on it, like you would see for a water skier. And Lisa's on a snowboard and she's snowboarding behind a horse being pulled. And one, she's great at it. And yeah. two, it looks 
so badass. <laughs> it looks fucking sick. It's it's, it's so, so awesome. Cool. <laughs> it's one of the coolest things that has happened this entire show. Yeah, for sure. It's rad. <laughs> it is for sure this season's uh doing a barbecue on the top of Adding Impact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe better than that. <laughs> Just skitching and slang and cue, man. That's what we do up north. Uh, <laughs> slang and cue. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking awesome. That was so good. Yeah. I, I hope that we get a reprise of that at the end of the season. I do wish they had built a little jump. Oh, God. Like that would have been sick. Have her get towed by the horse and then catch some air. Oh my God. Okay. So the horse jumps one of those like uh, <gasps> horse yes. jump things and right next to it is a, a ramp oh. that she jumps it with. That is sick as hell. Oh my God. Why aren't they inventing this? <laughs> Why isn't this a sport? Winter X right? Games. Come on, man. <laughs> man. You can yeah. judge two things. You judge both the horse's equestrianism mm-hmm. of the rider and the horse situation and the sick tricks. Yeah. We got They would ho- host that event in like a big arena called the Shred Shed. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in like Ottawa. It would definitely be uh, a boring Canadian city. new all Shred Shed. <laughs> <laughs> is Ottawa French Canada? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. It could be. It probably is, right? I there was Welcome Quebec. to the Shred Shed. Oh, I forgot. Ottawa's the capital of Canada. <laughs> I thought that's Incredibly. why you said it. No, I don't know. I just, I enjoy, I, just in my mind, Ottawa's the most boring of the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the Canadian cities. Is it big? It seems like Ottawa is small. So I got a tiny uh, good. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, We don't need to dig in too deep on boring Canadian cities. (laughs) Uh, The tiny good is there were some really nice little like scene setting notes or like touches. So the first is um, probably not scripted, but um, the guy in anchorage who is the dispatcher who's like handing out trucking assignments after this four-day storm is wearing like a bright floral short sleeve t-shirt and it's such like office energy (laughs) and this (laughs) you know and this like out in the elements occupation is (laughs) such a flex (laughs) i love it like this is just this guy looks like he's begging for a wedgie (laughs) oh yeah so that was tight Second, (laughs) there was a like pretty prolonged shot of a bunch of musk ox like bounding through the snow. That was sick. Like still do not get many wildlife shots, which is just hugely disappointing. Yeah. Negligent. Absolutely negligent. Tom. (laughs) Tom. Uh, And third. So uh, there's a, a shot where Rick and Hugh are sort of doing a mildly dangerous thing and they've got like tense creepy music in the background that featured a diddery do and i do not think i've heard them deploy that voice yet in their orchestration and it was hitting me real nice (laughs) i did not notice that (laughs) it was was pretty tight that's great oh yeah oh man 
So that's my little good. Oh, I like those. Uh, let's get, what do you think? For every action. <laughs> equal, uh, opposite, and possibly more than equal reaction. <laughs> an, an overwhelmingly <laughs> terrible counterbalance. <laughs> yeah. uh, for every dawn, a night that erases the memory of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to Dave probably, huh? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Let's talk about this little stinker. Yeah, what's Dave up to? Yeah, so Dave, the emblem of white grievance, is running in this convoy. Um, and basically, he's real. He feels like Maya's driving too slowly. Mm-hmm. So he uh, first just kind of makes a big deal about being a dick about it. And then finally, Tony, very diplomatically, uh, <laughs> like, has... Uh, has Dave pass Maya, except that's not what Dave does. Yeah. <laughs> Dave passes Maya and then just keeps on going and also passes Tony and just like mm-hmm. continues driving on its own. So, <laughs> so Hold Dave, up. Gets, when you say yeah. that, that Tony very diplomatically uh, uh, has tells Dave to pass, mm-hmm. it is like, there is a lot of uh, buildup to him saying, why don't you go ahead and pass? It's like he's trying so hard to make sure they're both like they're avoiding stepping on toes so hard just to find a way to be like Dave stopping a dick and go around. <laughs> yeah, I, I should maybe more accurately say Tony panders to Dave's fragility. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's probably a more accurate way yeah. of phrasing that. Excuse the background noise here. I got to plug in my laptop because the battery's getting low. And I got to tell you, these Lenovo's, they don't make them like they used to. Uh-uh. Also, I can't plug this in while the microphone's plugged in. So I feel like I feel like Ricky, I'm here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna float into town on a <laughs> couple just... of straps and a prayer. What kind of uh what kind of battery percentage are we working with at the moment? Nineteen percent. Okay, all right. Well we're good to go. We're good to go. I hope I hope we don't run out of gas. Let's let's You know what it. they always like make it seem worse than it. like until the empty light comes on, you don't exactly. really have to worry about it. Oh yeah. You know, uh <laughs> Computers should have an empty light, like a light that comes on. That's like, hey, um, bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, let's let's make let's give them a note. Yeah, hey, Microsoft, let's, let's get an empty light on these computers. <laughs> uh, we all. So yeah, Dave's a dick. He uh, totally passes both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then guess what? The next day he does the exact same fucking thing. Does it just again, but doesn't ask that time, right? Just, just, just decides. Um, also, at the end of the episode, we look at the leaderboard, and Dave has 11 loads. Yeah, that He's doesn't like seem right. Yeah, that like wicked doesn't seem right. Because didn't he have to do like, you know, extra training in the beginning also? Yeah, there's like no way that that's right. Yeah. And if it is, then the system's broken. Yeah, exactly. Get a new system. Get a new system. Let's have uh 
enlightened cadre of landed folks. <laughs> Let them decide how many <laughs> loads each trucker should get. Yeah, that's a good. That plan. seems better. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me hit you up with another bad. Yeah, uh, Rick. Mm. <laughs> Rick is bad. Richard. Um, oh, you think he's a Richard? I bet he was born Rick. <laughs> yeah. He is born Rick. That's that's his tagline. <laughs> this dog was born Rick. <laughs> Well, our born Rick boy, he, uh, they successfully deliver a load somewhere. Who cares? Uh, (laughs) And then they're leaving town. And um, first thing, Rick just is going around a corner and just uh, (laughs) inexplicably manages to get the front of his truck around, but doesn't take the corner wide enough. And his entire trailer basically goes off into a ditch and is stuck in like super deep snow. It's like, and every, I think it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Why? How did that happen? (laughs) Dude, I laughed so hard when that happened. I mean, that was him pulling out of the yard in which he dropped the shit off at. So basically, from the perspective of someone who's like working at that yard, this truck is like, okay, cool, see you later. Fuck. (laughs) Immediately into a ditch. It's what I would do if I was driving a truck and you told me, like, get in the ditch now. (laughs) Yeah. Really dumb. Whew. Oh man, he has so to get that sucks. I think like the forklift that unloaded the truck, he's like, Hey, can you come over and lift me out? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's embarrassing. But you know, he makes up for it by going <laughs> fifty miles down the road and then having uh Hugh be like, Hey, did you get that paperwork signed? And Rick's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> paperwork. <laughs> Rick claims not only did he not get it signed, but he didn't even have a copy of it. (laughs) Which means he literally has no proof that he did his work at all and therefore could not legally be paid for the work that he did. Rick, man. So, buddy. (laughs) So, uh, which then immediately after that does his truck like breaks down or something too he like yeah, goes he to like... turn around <laughs> yeah. i don't know it like stalls out or something and then, then the process it, started. <laughs> it stalls out and they're like oh yeah the battery's fucked <laughs> oh. and i think at this point the show just in general like the entire production so not not just you but the show is like, God damn it, Rick. What the fuck? <laughs> <You> truly. <laughs> Even like the way that they presented him going into the ditch was like, all right, Bye. guys, Rick fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it wasn't and like then, and these tricky roads, one <laughs> wrong turn. They basically <laughs> had the Benny Hill music playing in the background. <laughs> so when this happens, um, the cameraman, there's a scene where like Rick is starting to freak out because his truck is broken down. He's getting kind of pissed off. He's oh, he, he immediately is. gets on the radio and is like is like 
you know, grumbling to Hugh about how much this sucks and stuff, the cameraman gets out of the truck and slams the door behind him because, you know, he's probably pretty fucking tired of Rick's shit. <laughs> it's like, I have a family too. I want to get home. <laughs> and Rick loses his fucking mind <laughs> at this cameraman for slamming the door. He, he The door slams and it's like a light goes on in Rick's eyes <laughs> and he jumps out of his the the cabbage truck goes around and confronts the cameraman and gets in his face screaming at him about how he can't slam the truck door and disrespect the truck like that i mean they are nose to nose meanwhile let me remind you Tra- rick just put it in a ditch <laughs> He's mad at somebody else about slamming the truck door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you I mean, have they anything get, on this? I mean, they get super heated. This was actually yeah. kind of a good, <laughs> in a way, for me. Because yeah. the cameraman does not back down. So, you know, Rick the parrot is like, <laughs> you know, be, being his t- toughest. And the cameraman, who is a bigger dude than him, but also mm-hmm. is wearing like a dumbass floppy hat and is some nerdzo camera guy. <laughs> like <laughs> Rick's, Rick is repeatedly saying, I'll kill you. And That's the cameraman right. is repeatedly say, saying, do it, do it. I'll go to the ground with you. <laughs> like <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the cameraman starts backing him up. So I honestly was like, you know what? Good for him. Like, don't fucking let this dude kind of you know push you around so i thought that was dope i forgot about that rick immediately (laughs) is threatening the guy's life (laughs) i'll I'll kill you (laughs) yeah to that guy's credit do it do it come on do it do it yeah (laughs) and and then they have a wild like (laughs) i don't know rapprochement in the truck cab where rick's kind of like yeah i got a little heated back there got a bit of a temper problem and the camera guy's like huh yeah i do too (laughs) it's like okay well cool let's settle in for another 23 hours together (laughs) that was shocking that they just like laughed it off they're just like back in the truck like "Ah, fucking whatever dude you cool i'm cool let's 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 drive they weren't even like hey there are obviously there's obviously more than one camera guy here we're rotating like do you like you separate you go over there now (laughs) just like all right let's roll (laughs) oh man yeah that is that was wild also another great ad for ford (laughs) where they they again use a ford to like pull start (laughs) rick's truck and and he was like, oh yeah, I knew that four would take care of it. That's one of them new Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, again, Hugh uh, inexplicably, he's like, he gets to drive the the tow. Hugh just like truck. knows how to do everything and is so delighted every time <laughs> he like solves something, which honestly he should be because he's the only reason these dudes aren't like dead in the forest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly few Hugh bads uh, in these last few episodes. He's been. Uh... I mean, other than him being just like asshole, 
Uh, oh yeah. But... You, he like he knows how to get shit done. He, he doesn't necessarily do it well, but he gets it done. He's a fucking tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, should we talk about some weird? Yeah. Let's talk some weirds. You want me to start us off? Yes, going. Um. Okay. Here's a little weird that I have. Um. I've noticed it with Hugh predominantly, but I'm sure I've noticed it with other drivers where they just drive with the window down. It's not uncommon that they'll be driving and their passenger windows down and they're not like smoking. Uh huh. It's just like they want a little breeze or something, but it's straight up negative 40 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> huh? Do you ever have a window down in the middle of winter? Well, I do sometimes. Uh, if it's really, what's the scenario? Uh, let me see. Other than for like frost covered window situations. Well, so that's what it is. It's not when it first starts though, but like if I've, like I've been in a couple storms here where I've been kind of like stuck in traffic and snow and shit. It's taken like an hour and a half to get somewhere warm and kind of humid out all Mm. And the whole inside of the car will just fog up. And so oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just open up all the windows. And... Okay, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe they're... I don't know. Maybe they're... he does I mean, it those in aren't order. the conditions that they're driving in. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting question. Something hey, to keep our eye on. on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're getting hot or something and need to roll down a window. That or maybe there's some kind of rule about like... We're not, we don't want to show them smoking, even though plenty of times We've they seen do. seen a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Yeah, that's a weird. Yeah. You got um, any others? I do have another one. Mm. Uh, when Lisa goes home, before she snowboards behind a big horse, mm -hmm. she uh, gets a little horse, first thing, goes in her house, goes and finds her pony and like s convinces it to come in the house out of the snow. She's like, come on, get in that. You know, she's like pulling it in the house, bring it in the house, brings it immediately onto the carpet <laughs> in the house. And then it's like feeding it snacks in the kitchen and shit. I was, <laughs> I, <laughs> ponies aren't, aren't indoor animals. Well, this one kind of is. It's going to get everything dirty. I mean, this is the thing, though. It doesn't seem like it does. It was just walking in the snow. Yeah, but, like, the house looked pretty clean. Oh, maybe she maybe she wiped off its hooves? I don't know. I can't How is she that. convincing it not to pee and poop in okay, her house? Okay, that part is fucked up, because as far as I'm aware, horses just do that all the time. <laughs> Constantly. It's like, it's basically their favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, it's that's weird. I'll grant you that. Also, she pulled a jar of Jif peanut butter out from a cupboard and then smelled it and made a face like, I don't know if that's good. And it's like, it's oil and sugar. It's good. <laughs> like, you do it not need to worry about Jif peanut butter spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I... That, it was just a bizarre sequence. <laughs> Her arriving home 
I, do you think that they're home more than the show's shows? I don't know. I don't think so. This is like the I one mean, time that she she's home been, in this four months. I mean, she said she hadn't been home in like three weeks or something. Like that. So, okay. so I guess maybe they, maybe at least some of them are home. Okay. Are we to presume that the lady who is driving the horse that she is sketching behind on a snowboard, that that is the person who is helping take care of her animals? I would think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, We got another little weird related to Lisa. Uh, As Lisa is leaving Prudhoe after the four-day storm, she has this little kind of soliloquy about, quote, all of us truckers who were in Prudhoe, we were using fuel and food. We were just consuming it, but not bringing any renewable sources. So we were down to the last two or three days worth of food. And... That was such a poignant statement to make immediately before we resumed, like, hauling oil to Prudhoe to drill more oil. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, there's something in there. I don't know what it is, but there's something in there. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a little bit of a weird. Also, like, I don't know if this is weird. I don't know if this is bad. But Lisa talks about pumping her brakes to, like, dry her brakes, which, like, we've seen on the show before. But, like, the way that she did it was by fucking slamming on her brakes and locking the wheels. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, I was just like, ah, is that really how you're supposed to do it? And, well, it turns out it is not because she <laughs> did blow a tire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't, can you blow a tire by pumping on brakes in a passenger vehicle? I don't understand how it blew a tire. Well, you could basically overheat the brakes or, or in this case, I, I kind of surprised me if it was like overheating, but more just like the temperature change maybe was too rapid. So the tire expands and ruptures. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if that's what happened, but like disc brakes on a bike can that happen on disc brakes on a bike totes totes me goats for real yo for real damn i gotta be careful Bombing uh, getting that sick footy uh, <laughs> uh yeah i would assume that pumping the brakes would just be like you know putting pressure on to slow yourself down and keep going but not like slamming on them because also that seems dangerous because you'd just like be sliding all over the place yup <laughs> i tell you oh. what though i kept over this episode the last episode and the episode before this four-day storm man seeing that squall i'm getting a taste for when oh no <laughs> <laughs> i yeah it does i see some excitement there i believe it mm-hmm. can you feel it graham have you felt it in I, the air it's uh, coming Uh, i'm just not i'm not i'm not quite ready but um as soon as that first crisp air hits i'm certainly gonna how about this i'm gonna be more excited about winter going into it this year Mm. than i have ever before living in minnesota i think why is that uh probably some combination of um kind of doing this show and having it be like such a part of my life now Mm. that I'm constantly experiencing like winter in some fashion. Um, 
And last winter was just great. Got out a ton, enjoyed it a ton, introduced friends to a Minnesota winter. Um, I've got some stuff I'm looking forward to a little bit this winter with, um, uh, I've got vacations planned to get away at the right times. And then I'm going to try to find ways to continue like biking and doing stuff outside in the winter. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at you. So, yeah. Yeah. Chris hey. Kringle over here. You know, people can uh, grow and change. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sure can. Yeah. Speaking of growing, if any of y'all would love to tell your friends and grow this audience <laughs> a bit, that would be pretty primo. Muy bueno. Let's go. <laughs> you can hit us up on the socials. We're at Few Who Dare on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, you know, the offer's still out there. You send us your gift, gift registries, we will buy you a gift. So mm-hmm. tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your creditors, uh, <laughs> and smash that like button while you're at it, bud. Yeah, bud. Uh, bud, hang loose and keep on ice road trucking. <laughs>